Welcome back to another episode of the Montgomery Companies Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Montgomery, and today I am with a special guest, special friend, and a great man in Robert Rochelle. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to shed some light on Robert's story. Robert Rochelle was recently drafted in the fourth round of the 2021 NFL Draft. It was a moment of triumph after a lifetime of heartbreak. Robert is one of the most inspirational people I've ever known and certainly one of the most inspirational people we've had the fortunate chance to interview on our podcast. He grew up in a rough part of Shreveport, Louisiana, where heartbreak is experienced all too often. At a young age, Robert lost his father in a shooting just days after being released from jail. He also lost his uncle in similar fashion and had to experience the loss of two cousins at far too young of age. To know Robert is to know the ultimate comeback story. Robert embodies the words determination, perseverance, and perspective. Robert allowed his strong faith, his relationship with his mother, and his love for sports to define his purpose. As Robert approached high school, he quickly became a standout athlete and sought-after college prospect for two sports, football and track. A knee injury his senior year kept him from having any FBS offers. Central Arkansas came calling, and Robert Rochelle decided to play football for the UCA Bears. He finished his career as an All-American and perhaps the most decorated football player to ever wear a Central Arkansas football uniform. Robert was drafted by the Los Angeles Rams in the fourth round of the 2021 NFL Draft. Beyond his accomplishments on the field, Robert has led in the classroom, at his church, in the community, and inside his family. He has a supersized heart and is changing this world one day at a time. Robert, uh, I got to know you at the University of Central Arkansas, and I just remember, man, the day that I met you, uh, you had this big smile. You always mm. had the best energy, the, the best attitude, and I knew that you were a special guy uh, the minute I met you. And I just I want to say thanks, man, for jumping on the podcast. It's a pleasure to share this conversation with you, and I'm honored to have it with you. Thank y'all for having me, man. I'm ready to share and, and let, let the world know who I am. Well, man, I just think about this last few months of your life, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we knew you were going to get drafted. We knew the future was really bright. You and I had a lot of conversations about right. the future and your time at UCA, but I would love for you just to shed some light on this, this last three months, getting drafted, joining the Rams. Um, and, and I'll start here. What's been the biggest surprise in transitioning to life in the NFL? What, what, what's maybe been the biggest surprise? Uh, speaking to surprises, I, I can't say it's nothing that really surprised me. Um, I came in knowing what to expect. I came in being, saying that I've seen this, this, been in this situation before, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been at the bottom. I've had to start from nothing, you know, learn the new role and try to find a place on the team, you know, not trying to just come in and be the leader and be dominant and be so serious and, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get caught up in was really not the focal point at the time. So nothing has really surprised me. Nothing has really had me, you know, kind of worried because, uh, you know, it's still just football. It's still you got to learn. You got to learn the true X's and O's of the game. Uh, I'm taking learning and being coached by other players and taking good coaching from the coaches. Uh, it's really helped me out a lot as well over this last month, uh, being practicing with them and everything. Um, made I made a lot of progress um, just adapting to the NFL speed and uh, how everything is conducted and how it works. So it's been great. Well, I'm just proud of you, man, and how you've handled the transition with humility. I think you maybe threw the best draft party of anybody that got drafted. <laughs> uh, 
you were also, I, I forgot to mention this, man. I think you had the second fastest time in the NFL combine of any player who tested out. You had an incredible vertical. So you have all these physical gifts, but what a lot of people don't know is you got a supersized heart. And I think a lot of that comes from just all the adversity that you faced at a really young age. And you and I have talked about this mantra that sometimes God's preparation is packaged as pain. And he prepares you for so much of what you're experiencing today through what you've been through growing up. And I Mm want to ask you the question directly. And you and I have had some conversations, but I want our listeners to hear. What have you learned in going through so much adversity at such a young age? What has God taught you? God has taught me so much uh, on countless occasions. Oh, I just, I just, he taught me most of all that adversity is, is, is just another, just, just a test. Uh, it's a lesson. It's always something that I can pull from. It's always something that I can just grasp and hold on to for as long as I want. And all the things that I did go through in my life and everything that I did count as a trial or a tribulation. Uh, it has equal to me today. Uh, it's made me the man who I am, made me a stronger person, made me a firm believer in God. Uh, made me worry less and enjoy life more. Uh, it made me really just live life day by day, moment by moment. I don't live too far in the future. Uh, I live right with my feet at just because, you know, you never know what happened. God told us tomorrow got his own problems. We worry about today. So that's how I live my life. I just worry about today and tomorrow we'll see what happens. So I live every day to the fullest, every moment to the fullest, just because the next moment can be the last moment. So I just take nothing from granted. Cause I'd have seen stuff get taken away. I'd have seen stuff change within seconds. I'd have seen, you know, people go away. I'd have seen everything and just being able to see everything. I try to shed light to other people who haven't uh, try to save people from bumping their head or doing things that I've did, or even just situations that I've seen experienced and I see them experience it. I try to, you know, I try to help. I try to feel, uh, I try to be the empathic person to those people who, could connect through experience and, and feeling. Uh, and it just makes me the person that I am, make a lot of people want to talk to me. So I talk to about anything. I'm a transparent person, live a transparent life. Really ain't got too much to hide. You know, uh, love God. God is transparent. I'm transparent. So it's how I live my life every day. Well, there was a lot of adversity growing up, but I know you had a lot of good people around you too. And you mm-hmm. met some good people in high school. You had some great mentors in college. I know yeah. you, spe- you share a really special relationship with your mom. Uh, yeah. And I, and I want to give your mom just a quick shout out because I know that she helped you through a lot. She led you by example. She showed you the love of Jesus. Um, could you just expand on what your relationship with your mom has meant to you over the years? Uh, man, the relationship with my mother is everything, man. Uh, only person that I have, only person I can call on, which, and not the only person, I'm not going to say that, but she's the main person who I know is going to be always there. Um, she's a woman who's laid herself, her body, her mind, everything on the line for me and my siblings. Uh, and once you see so much sacrifice, you just know the love is abundant. You know, the love is in, mm. endless and she just brings joy to me. Uh, you know, joy is eternal. Uh, my mother is a woman that I love deeply just because of the things she have did to express her love. Instead of just saying she loved me or she showed me through support. She showed me through pushing. She showed me through the moments where I thought I couldn't go anymore. She showed me through the times where she couldn't go anymore and I had to help her. She she accepted my love when when no one, she didn't know who was loving her. So she's just a woman that I'm blessed that God blessed me with. God sent me her as a blessing. And I really believe that. 
Well, I've had a couple opportunities to share conversations with your mom. And I know, man, she is most proud of, of anything in her life. She's most proud of, of Scoot, of Robert. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, man, you should be really proud of, of that relationship and the way that you guys have stayed so connected over time. I want to talk a little bit about the NFL. If we could kind of turn our attention to where you're at right now. You're in Los Angeles. We were just talking mm-hmm. about, man, so blessed to play for a great franchise with good weather in an awesome city. What's been the coolest moment? Like of everything you've experienced so far, let's just go last few months since you've been drafted. What's been the coolest moment so far? I can't, I can't pinpoint a specific moment, but I can pinpoint just the environment that the LA Rams have. Uh, it's a wonderful organization, a winning organization where all the, the guys, a veteran team, uh, the guys bring you in, make you feel like home. Uh, the guys love love being around. The guys interact with you. Uh, it makes you feel like you're home. Uh, the coaches are wonderful. Every coach interacts, speaks with you. You know, keep you pulled in, tied into the loop, so you feel like you feel like it's a sense of family. Uh, so I just just loving it every day makes you want to come in and work. You know what I'm saying? It makes you feel like someone is pouring into you. Feel like someone's care. Someone cares about you and and your career as a person and you off the field as well. So just coming into the Rams and feeling that sense of love and um, tightness with everybody right away was is everything, every day. Have there been one or two players that have specifically taken you under their wing or showed you extra appreciation or support? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I work out with my guy, uh, Terrell Burgess. Uh, he's one of the cool kid, cool dudes on the team. Uh, he keeps me – he be with me all the time, talk to me, let me know stuff, help me out a lot. Um and then it's, just, it's, it's a lot of players, really. I, I mean, you know, I interact with everybody. You know, I, I ain't a person who just yeah. <laughs> be one person. But he's a guy that I works out with every day. So he's a guy that is always around. You know what I'm saying? So me and him have a good connection, good relationship. It's great, man. I love hearing that. And I know you're a people that has uh, you're a person that has a heart for all people. I know that to be true of you. So I look forward to just how you lead on that team over time, um, even as a young guy. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll be paying attention to that. What are you most looking forward to when you think about the future, this season, the games, the big moments, relationships? I mean, what are you most looking forward to being an, uh, being an L.A. Ram? That's a good question right there. Uh, hey, I, I, I haven't even thought about that one, but it, that is a good question. And just, just right now, uh, you asked me that question. Uh, I'm just most looking forward to winning with this team. Uh, you know, being a guy who's came from a winning program at UCA, uh, so the feeling of winning is, you know, is everything. I know it's a winning program. So just looking forward to the success that we'll have as a unit uh, is really what I'm looking forward to the most. And just being able to to bring my family and show my family things that they haven't been able to see, uh, things of that nature. And the wonderful stadium, SoFi Stadium, is amazing. So being able to play in that stadium as well is going to be everything. Um, it is really what I'm looking forward to the most. It's great, man. Um you know, and all, all the reasons that I appreciate you, respect you, Robert, I think the thing that I most appreciate about you is that you wear your faith on your sleeve. You are unapologetic. You're bold. Uh, you talk about Jesus openly. Um, what does your faith mean to you? Uh, my, my faith is everything. Like you say, I wear it on my sleeve. I let everybody know. Uh, and I definitely stand on what I believe in. Uh, which has made made my character probably the biggest, just because I'm a guy who who is a firm believer in what I believe. Uh, trust God with everything. I don't worry about anything, you know. So, you know, when you worry less, you live more. And 
having that type of mindset and seeking joy instead of happiness uh, makes my faith eternal. Uh, it's, it's just something that I really don't worry about. You know, faith is a feeling. Faith is a, is a, is heartfelt. And when I, I know in my heart that I love Jesus and care about him, and I know he care about me as well. So, and that's the only thing that really matters to me day in and day out. Well, I know that you're going to be a light to a lot of people in the NFL that need you, man. And, and I think you're probably positioned there for more reasons than, than you know. And I'm excited to see how you affect people for good through your faith uh, in the Rams organization. All right, I want to throw it back. We're going to ask you some questions for the good people at UCA. This is for, this is for Bear Nation. I want to know your all-time favorite memory as a UCA Bear. Oh, uh, my favorite memory. It, it, it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with me. So we was playing, uh, I think, Sam Houston. Sam Houston was a cold team, I think, in like 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they was undefeated. They came to our house. Uh, you know, we was ready. To, this, this year, we was like, we beat them this year. They had just beat us the previous year at their place. So, you know, it's like a, it was like became a rivalry. Uh, my teammate, Trayvon Smith, uh, picked him off on the first play of the game. He threw the pads down the sideline, picked it off, went to the crib. That probably was like the craziest moment that I could just remember and fathom the feeling of us on the sideline and the joy, like, yeah, we finna win. And just that whole game was everything. And that's a moment that I, I, I think about a lot. How cool is it that you and uh, Tremont have reconnected in the NFL from UCA to the league? What's it, what's that meant to you? Oh, uh, that means everything because when I came into UCA, Trey took me on his wing. He showed me, you know, I, I played wide receiver in high school, so I didn't know anything about the position. Like I was I was learning as I go, just as I, as I am now. I'm just, you know, learning, add new tools to a tool belt, learning techniques. And when I got to UCA, that's what he did. He he became their coach outside of my coaches. Um he poured into me daily. He let me know this. We talk about film. We talk about route concepts. And he's just that person for me who, you know, keeps me in line and keeps me uh, on it about football. So with him being that type of person and now that we're in, in the NFL together, uh, it just rolled over. Our relationship is great. We spend time outside of football. You know, we live life together. So, you know, it's great to have a relationship with someone like that that you met in the middle of your life, you know, so definitely, definitely love that man a lot. That's great, man. Shout, shout out to Trey. Uh, all right, we're going to have some fun with this one. The funniest teammate that you've ever played ball with, funniest teammate at UCA, who is it? Definitely Brandon Northcross. <laughs> he, probably, he probably the quietest person. He probably the person that you probably don't hear talk that much or you don't see him that much, but he got a big personality. He definitely the funniest person I've met. Hey, we, we, we love you, Brandon, if you're listening. I, I thought you might say a Javius. A Javius, we love you, oh, too. Oh, nah, no, man. We, he ain't too far behind him. He right there. He definitely right there. He definitely, yeah. He's the loudest, for sure. For sure yeah, the loudest. He's the loudest. He definitely got a big personality. He's my main man, though. Uh, he, he's the best. Um, all right, a couple guys that we should keep our eye on. So, if you're an NFL scout and you're taking a look at the UCA Bears today, who are a couple, two, three players that you think have the real potential uh, to make the league and make a difference? Definitely LeJuan Winnell. Uh, difficult receiver to hold. A guy who's has tremendous confidence. Um, Joseph Jones. Can't forget J.W., hard worker. You know, he he puts in the time. He, he loves the game for what it is. Um a Javis, disruptive, big guy in the middle. You know, a guy who relentless. He shows effort every play. Uh, my man Dre Lamont, 
Same as Doug, a hard worker, guy who's relentless, who he's going to get what he wants. He's a guy who's who puts in the time daily, every day. Um, those guys are the guys who I talk to still, you know, daily, every day, interact with them, let those guys know, like, what's going on here and what to expect. And they, I mean, all of them seen, seen me make it here with their eyes right in front of them. So, like, just being able to be that standard or be that, you know, tool for them to use to get here and, and to, to utilize. I mean, I was just thankful that God used me to be in that situation for them. You know, so, you know, some some people need to be taught other ways. Some people don't learn from people. You know, some people learn from actions and, you know, things around them. So just being able to be there outside of a voice is everything. Well, I think you've been such an awesome role model for those guys on and off the field, you know, because I think you've modeled what it means to build great relationships, mm -hmm. to carry yourself the right way. And, and you know this now as a professional, but that becomes as important, if not more important than what you do on the yeah. field, right? It's how you carry yeah. yourself off of it as, as a businessman, as a, as a leader and as a professional. So uh, I want to ask you one more question about UCA. I know that you share a special relationship uh, with head coach Nathan Brown. What has the relationship with coach Brown meant to you over the years? Uh, me and coach Brown has a great relationship uh, with coach Brown becoming head coach. You know, I was a big leader on the team, uh, you know, leaders go through the most stuff in life. Leaders are the people who take all the wounds and just keep it rolling. So as me being a leader at UCA at the time he became the head coach, I had to lean on him a little bit. I was going through hard times in my life and just still trying to be active in school and productive on the field. I had to lean on him as being my coach and, you know, a guy who had an open door policy for players to come and do that. Uh, he was the guy that was always there. He checked on me daily, still checks on me daily, tell me he loves me, you know, share, shares love, uh, welcome me into his family. Um, he's a guy who just poured into me. He poured into me, poured into me. He never stopped pouring. And people that pour into you so much, you know, keeps you up. And that's what he was. He kept me up in times when I was down at UCA. And he's he's just a great all-around person. Um, and he has great relationships with a lot of multiple players throughout the organization and he's going to continue to grow and, you know, be that type of guy for multiple people. Well, I know one of my favorite uh, UCA memories in my time with the program was when coach Brown gave you the invitation to the senior yeah. bowl and you got to participate mm -hmm. in the senior bowl. And that was such a special moment, sort of an iconic moment. And my yeah. other favorite uh, memory was when you were sitting on the field, uh, you're, you're there at Estes, you're on the stripes and you realized, I think, that your final play was done as a UCA Bear. There's sort of this mm -hmm. iconic picture. You're looking at the scoreboard. I'll never forget that moment. What was going through your mind at that moment after your last game, last play as a UCA Bear? Just the moment of when I signed the UCA uh, and the way that I signed. Um, in 2016, I thought my, my football career was over. I thought my sports career was over at that moment. Like, I wasn't going to be able to take it to the next level. Uh, Injury shattered shattered my dreams and thoughts in my head, you know. Uh, but God showed me that He was real. Then uh, UCA took a chance on me. They bet it on me, and I mean they won. And just sitting there on the field and realizing that I came from, uh, I was a guy who was just a good athlete, a guy who just loved to train and work out. And coming from Shreveport, Louisiana, and, and I made it this far, and now I'm finna go farther. Just sitting on the field, staring at that scoreboard, knowing that that was my last time and I did what I was supposed to here at UCA. There's one thing I can say. I felt that 
leaving Conway, I did what I was supposed to, to, to the people around me and to the game of football and to the, the organization. Um, and it's probably the best feeling that I had sitting right there on that field. Well, man, uh, you did more than make plays on a football field. I think you helped to change the school, change the community. Uh, you added huge value to your teammates and to the coaching staff. And I appreciate what you said about Coach Brown and your respect for him. Uh, I, too, share a special relationship with Nathan Brown. And it's been said that a good coach can change a season. A great co coach can change a life. Yes, and sir. I know that uh, Coach Brown has added to your life and it will continue mm. to add your life. And I know that you'll continue to add to his. So what's next for Scoot when you think about the future for Robert Rochelle? Um, take us out into the future. I know you live one day at a time. But in your sort of utopia, when you think about the future, what does is, what is, uh, your future look like, Robert? Uh just my future. I plan to get into some community things out here in LA. Uh, I know LA is kind of dangerous, just like where I'm from. So I kind of want to do some partnerships with some some uh, kids around here and work with some kids and let kids know that you know it's possible. Uh, definitely ready to get into the field, ready to learn, ready to be that sponge, ready to be just the guy that's you know that's always ready. Uh, and the, those, those two things are really my plan, to get into the community and be ready to play when my numbers call. Well, you've been leading by example. You're going to continue to lead by example from Shreveport, Louisiana, growing up with all the adversity to a fourth-round pick in the NFL draft. The highest position ever in UCA football history, an All-American, maybe the most decorated player to ever don a UCA football jersey. And I said it to you before, I'm going to say it to you again. Um, as much as I respect you as a football player, I respect you a whole lot more as a man. You've become a good friend. And I appreciate the time that you've taken to spend with us on the Montgomery Company's podcast. Man, I thank y'all for having me. I thank you for just I, – I still remember the day when you came in and you was writing the stuff on the board in there. I remember taking the notes and just like, okay, I got to do this, this, and this. And what you don't know, think the nails that you were telling about the weight room and taking notes in the meetings and being attentive and making sure I'm on time and doing all that, they helped me because I did – transition my body after the, that meeting. I did pay more attention to how my body felt recovery. I did pay more attention to sleep, pay more attention to relationship with people around me and how I interacted and how I, what energy I brought into the building every day. So thank you for the words that you shared with me years ago and that still impacts my life today. Thank you, I appreciate I'm, it. I'm always in your corner, man. And the best is yet to come. I'm, I'm not done with you, God's not done with you. You got a really bright future, man. So, you know, I'm always here for you, Robert. I love you, man. And. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to share the conversation. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. This has been another episode of the Montgomery Company's podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Montgomery. And again, I just want to give a special thanks to my guy, Robert Rochelle, for spending some of his very valuable time with us. We also want to give a shout out to John Choate, to James Roth of Storyline Multimedia, our producers behind the scenes that make this show go. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would share, like, promote this podcast episode so we can move our mission of impacting more people forward. Be great. Be well. Have an amazing day.